0: Hey, what's going on, brother? I am Mark Splude and you are listening to Birchwood
1: Podcast.
2: Welcome to Birchwood Podcast, episode 26. It is great to be alive. I am so happy. And uh, I had just had a great conversation with my friend and uh, co-worker, sort of. Uh, We had the same passion hobby, stand-up comedy. And he's not doing it anymore. And I'm okay with that. Anyway, this is episode 27, I believe, and I really should just look at the episodes before I start. Anyway, Birchwood podcast, Friday, August 30th, here we go. Just two more days at the Birchwood trailer, and then we're moving on to greener pastures away from the hell hill that is Cheney Settlement Road. We're done. We're done with fighting the good fight on that. Uh, Apparently the government of New Brunswick, Canada doesn't care if that hill is maintained, even though it's a death trap. And there's senior citizens living up there and you could never get an ambulance up there with some of our snow conditions. (laughs) Yeah, people think I'm crazy. It's not a matter of if somebody's gonna die it's gonna it's a question of when and it certainly is not going to happen to me and my family we're getting out of there for this winter i'm in a great state of mind man after talking to my friend you know he he explained to me his comedy journey you know he's explained that he's had a great time with comedy and he's happy saying goodbye to comedy and not his friends. You know, he's still going to maintain the friendships that he had in comedy. Not all of them, but he's uh, he's in a good place. And I'm really happy that my friend is happy. And uh, this episode, man, is all about letting go. Let go of, you know, the selfishness. Let go of what you want for other people. And, to, and embrace what your friends want. And family won. And applaud them and encourage them. And that's what I hope to do with this conversation. I hope to encourage my friend on his journey. And uh, he's a funny motherfucker, man. And I know that he's going to be missed. He's going to be dearly missed in the comedy community in St. John, New Brunswick, Canada the only local to ever have headlined uh, professional comedy club yeah Mark splute good friend of mine anyway I promised a rant about uh, promised I would talk about this it's a, it's a really important issue and I think we just let people away with it, I don't know why this happens but when I'm in traffic, people don't know how to merge. I don't, It's Merging has been around for as long as roads have been around. And that's a long fucking time. Okay? So, we as a culture, species, humanity needs to come together and decide how to fucking merge. And I'm just going to take you through a little lesson. Because some of you motherfuckers don't know how to merge here it is I'm going the speed limit 100 kilometers an hour you are in a merge lane the whole idea of a merge lane is for you to get into my lane but I'm in my lane and you can't drive through me so you have to drive either faster or slower than me so you don't smash into me and you get into my lane. Now that's called merging and most people can do it. But most people don't do it. Here's what most people think merging is. They think you can just fucking drive into, into the... No matter who's there or... or and, and no matter what speed you're going. I've seen people that are going into the merging lane and going into their lane slow. I've seen them go in fast. And ultimately, they piss me off because they can't fucking just slow down or speed up. They just, they're going 50 kilometers, I'm going 100 kilometers. They're just going to go over and force me to slow down. Or they they try to guilt push me. I can see them in my peripheral. They're like, okay, let me in now. you got to slow down. No, fuck you. I'm driving the exact same speed that I was driving because the onus is on you. To merge into my lane. Say it with me. Merge into my lane. Right? You got to go fast. You got to go slow. You got to get in there. I understand. You got shit to do. You got to get in my lane. I applaud you. I encourage you. Right? This episode, in keeping with the theme about encouragement, I want you to be in my lane. But you're not going to be in my lane the same fucking time that I'm in my lane motherfucker, so get with the program! There. There, I'm done. I'm done the preaching. That's it. Yeah, it's a crazy time in my life, man. We are moving. I'm I'm recording this podcast on the drive back from Splude Mountain. It's a rainy night. I almost died today, I should mention that. I was driving along at The speed limit, which is 100 kilometers an hour on the highway, and uh, hit a lake. Some water had pooled up. We've been getting a lot of rain this last uh, day or so, and I didn't expect that highway lake. There were no signs telling me that Lake Highway was right in front of me, and I almost died. I went I jumped over into the other lane, hydroplaned into the other lane, a Dodge Ram just narrowly avoided me by creating his own lane on the shoulder of the road thank god he didn't go in the ditch Jesus that was a good way to start the day didn't need any coffee this morning (laughs) I had the adrenaline to wake me up so man at work I am the site electrician I'm trying to figure stuff out that my predecessor was amazing at I'm just getting into the uh, journeyman game, you know, as an electrician, you know, starting to fill out permit forms and do all all the work uh, that's required for big electrical jobs. And uh, i got to say, like, I I don't really like being uh, the head of a department, you know. Now, it is a small department. It's just me. But uh, if this heating and cooling company needs... Uh, service changed or a generator panel or uh, automatic transfer switch with a generator uh, I guess I'm the guy that's uh, that's been assigned that task it's very hard on my head man, I gotta use all my brain power I'm doing it though, you know I'm doing things I thought I could never do I am very fortunate to have a job, and that's what I keep telling myself, you know I, I hate it But I hate it less than all of the other jobs, so it's like uh, slavery light, you know, a little light slavery is what I'd call it. And I'm grateful for it. I'm feeding my family with it, and that's all I have to say about that. Man, I'm just kind of after talking with Mark, man. I just feel like relaxed. I I, and compartmentalize. I have compartmentalized. Some of the things that were bothering me on the drive to Splude Mountain, you know? It was a good visit. Um, Yeah, we're moving right now. Me, Leashie, the kids, Sparkle and Taz, our two little dogs. We are moving out of uh, the Birchwood Trailer Park, and we're moving to one town over where I grew up in uh, Grand Bay. And i got to say, it's uh, bittersweet coming back to my homeland. You know, my the place where I grew up. I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, I feel good about getting away from that dangerous hell, but on the other hand, we're going to have a little less privacy cuz we are in the basement of a house. So that's interesting. But, you know, it feels like a bit of a downgrade cuz we had the privacy before. But this guy is not home that often so not so bad you know life is just ongoing and yeah you gotta try to enjoy the moments i guess so i love the people i work with uh, for my day job hilarious group of people uh, making pretty good money so we're we're surviving, we're paying the bills. I'm grateful. But uh Yeah, so a little change of pace for me. Usually I wanna fucking kill myself, but now I feel like living. That's that's the beauty of the bipolar thing. Yeah. Push me pull you. But I'm enjoying the good good wave that I'm on now. And I'm hoping to maintain that wave. It certainly has been, overall, a little better. Now, right now, I feel a little mentally unstable because, well, my son is 17. Full stop. End of sentence. He's 17. What are you going to do? It's not his fault he's 17. That's a tough time of life, man. And, uh, you know, teenagers have an attitude... You know, they have uh, their lives, their their lives seem important to them. We don't value it as parents, you know. We, we could do a little better. We could do a little better to try to be more understanding. But I got to say, man, uh, compared to my old man, my son's got it pretty good. Although the mental instability is probably a form of abuse, it's certainly better than the belt that I got when I grew up. So anyway, I, I don't know if the belt was ever actually used, but anyway, let's just leave it at that. But I'm just saying, I think today's generation has it easier in some ways, harder in other ways. I do not know how to prepare my teenage son for the world that is evolving. It seems like he knows more about it than I do. Role reversal is rampant in the parent. And child dynamic. And my daughter is my best friend. She's my peaceful escape, my solitude and, and, and same with my uh, my little dog Taz. I call him my dog, but he's really Alicia's dog and yeah I've, I've talked about him on the show before. Between Taz and Ella, they they offer me nothing but love and understanding and peace. And, uh, you know, the connection I feel with uh, Alicia, Lishi, is very strong and loving. And uh, I've never loved somebody so deeply, you know what I mean? But the flip side of that is we have different ways of approaching things. So I can't say that it's always this island of solitude with my least Shi. But there's passion there, you know. There's uh, friendship there. A deep appreciation for each other. I know that I'm going to die with this woman. Whether she kills me or not, that's another story. But I know this is the last woman. And if you're listening, I love you Alicia. I love you so much. Um Yeah, and 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 Ella, my daughter. I mean, that's my escape. You know, to sit there and giggle while you're eating cereal and spill the milk on the table and not really care. You know? And to think think uh, funny thoughts, and uh, make funny sounds, and to play games. So simple. Happiness is so simple. I love it. Um, I don't trust it, always, in daily life, but I trust it with Ella. I trust the happiness I have with my daughter. I trust the happiness I have with my dog. It's all you motherfuckers that I'm worried about. (laughs) I'm paper thin. Old paper Shane. I'm just paper thin. I'm just so sensitive, man. It's been a curse. I act super tough sometimes to some people. But I go 0 to 60, man. It's either uh, peace or just terrifying anger and nothing in between it's a it's interesting it certainly makes life interesting I uh, I will miss my home at Birchwood Trailer Park and life is changing for me Uh, this month I am producing six shows we're doing five at Chuckles Comedy Club with my business partner Julie Tower And one, I am uh, co-producing with Chris Hovey. It's the best of New Brunswick comedy tour happening at the St. John Marina. That's where they park the boats. In St. John, New Brunswick, Canada. September 20th, man. That is going to be your guest's final show. So if you're interested in seeing my guest, Mark Splood, on his victory lap, His final curtain, his final show happening in St. John, New Brunswick, Canada, September 20th. It's the Best in New Brunswick Comedy Tour. For more information, visit the Best of New Brunswick Comedy Tour on Facebook. That's in New Brunswick, Canada. That's where you're listening. That's where the voice that you hear right now is coming from. New Brunswick, Canada. Welcome to the podcast, my US listeners. And my exotic listeners from around the world, welcome to my tiny corner of the world in a little trailer park. It must be interesting to listen. I know I love to listen to podcasts um, that are both introspective and uh, that are, you know, uh, more general and and pop culture and different things. I enjoy hearing podcasts, but I especially enjoy hearing podcasts um, that describe a person's life and that's what I was hoping to do with Birchwood you know it's kind of a passion project I'm so grateful to all my listeners and uh please like the Facebook page Birchwood podcast please subscribe please share with a friend because uh, this is growing every day and it's so exciting and I'm so happy you could join me every week every Friday we're gonna put out an episode so it's gonna be a lot of fun uh, and it is. This is. This has been fun for me. Um, yeah, I feel a lot of changes, you know. And it. And it. it feels real, you know. It feels raw. It feels immediate. Uh, and it feels. Oh man. I'm tired, you know. I'm tired. I'm satisfied. I'm scared. I am uh, excited. I'm all of the things. I will be hosting the show at Chuckles uh, featuring Deborah Giovanni. she's a very famous comedian in Canada. Uh, she's a big deal. I'm also uh, on the show uh, that is commemorating uh, Brad McCouglin's life and raising money for Canadian mental health, um, the Canadian Mental Health Association. Um, my friend Jacqueline McCouglin, who you can listen to her interview, uh, unfortunately, her, uh, her husband decided to end his life, and that's, that's a sad thing, but his favorite comedian was Steve Hofstetter, and Julie Tower, through her magic, uh, she's the greatest comedy agent slash business partner slash show producer probably in Atlantic Canada if not the country um she has procured Steve Hofstetter for a memoratory um how do, you, how do you say that a remembering of our good friend Brad McCouglin Brad McCouglin was uh, a regular customer at Chuckles Comedy Club and her his uh, wife uh, is still coming to the shows and it's going to be exciting to see her again and uh, It's going to be a night of laughs commemorating Brad, and if you want to just get a sense of who Brad was, just check out his Facebook page, uh, The Daily Brad. It's not for kids, but it is very human and very very funny. and anyway, so just check out uh, the episode with uh, Jacqueline McCouglin. It explains the whole thing, and we're very excited uh, coming up in September uh, for that show featuring Steve Hofstetter. I'll be on the show. Also, James Mullinger will be there, and uh, and many more, including Dan McCarthy, who's a comedian who lo- he's local, and uh, his father also committed suicide. So it's it's important for everybody to understand that that mental health is a real thing. It's something that you've heard me struggle with on this podcast. And we got to we got to encourage people. We got to embrace people. We have to accept people. Cuz we're people. <laughs> Listen to me. Some great fucking philosopher driving home in his goddamn cargo van that he's loaning from work because he can't even afford a fucking vehicle. Yeah. I'm a complicated masterpiece. <laughs> uh, but I am getting another car in 04 Grand Am. Very excited about my new whip. I'm going to have that. Uh, more details on that in future episodes. Anyway. I've bored you long enough. I hope whatever the fuck you were doing, whether you were uh, putting the kids in the car, getting them to school, or uh, just chilling in your bed, staring at the ceiling, wondering about a different part of the world and a different story, I hope you enjoy this episode of Birchwood Podcast featuring the spawn of St. John, Mark Splute. To remember it, and I just—I oh, hey, thought, thought I was hitting Samsung Notes, so I'm—I'm I'm just gonna—I'm <laughs> just gonna start by saying it's great to see you, man. Yeah, you too, brother. Fuck yeah. And, and you don't mind if I record this?
0: Not at all, bit Yeah,
2: good. Um, awesome. Thank you for helping me with my podcast man. and giving me the beer. Not I love for... your podcast, man. Uh, really?
0: really enjoyed that episode with Chris Avi last week. Really? Yeah. That really was like, and I, and I felt like that was thrown together. Yeah, wow. well, you know what? At the beginning of it, 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 it kind of felt that way, mm. but um, nah, man, it turned out fucking great. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's weird.
2: Like some weeks are so great, and other weeks are. Not... I mean, that's life, right?
0: Yeah, man. Bob, listen, I, how many episodes did I do? You know, there's a lot of fucking stinkers, man. It's the yeah. way it goes. Yeah. You know? But you haven't had a stinker. There's one. There was one episode I didn't listen to of Birchwood all the way through, and it was the um, the girl whose husband. Um, took her own life. Took his own life.
2: Yeah. Why did? Why didn't you
0: listen to that it? One? It got a little heavy. It got a little heavy, it and works. I just happened to be in a mood where I was just looking to be happy. Yeah. And uh, I turned it off. I I promised I was going to revisit it. I haven't yet, but uh, uh, not yeah. to say I won't. But every other one of your episodes, and I'm sure that was I enjoyed what I heard of it. Uh, but man, you're, you're you're doing a great show Thanks, here, man. Yes. Today uh,
2: on the way over here, I did my in chains head. Yes, like in the van as oh, I was nice. driving. Yeah, and I was ranting and raving, cursing, swearing about people that were merging. Oh, nice! And I'm like, you you're supposed to go the speed of the traffic, or you gotta wait. That's just how merging works. I was like freaking out. I'm gonna have to listen to this episode.
0: <laughs> I might have to check this one out. You know? Yeah,
2: man, you're the star. I guess. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Not
0: for very much longer, though, Shane. I know, you know I know. No that's why... I,
2: that's ultimately started. why... I could, not only do I need content, but I need to know why one of my very good friends has decided to turn his back on something he's
0: very talented at doing. Well, oh, I appreciate that. I recognize, too, obviously, that, you know, I'm an honest guy with a fucking giant eagle. I recognize that I'm good at the thing that we love to do. Um, it's just not enough anymore. You know? Yeah. You know, the thing is, Shane... Uh, You're like me, you hate fucking working, right? And here you've got this talent, right? You're you're, you're a lot like me. You know you could do something with this talent. You see people who are successful doing comedy and you go, yeah, I'm on par with that or close or I could get there. Maybe I'm way fucking better, right? That happens often enough. But there's really no way to turn that into, okay, now I don't have to work anymore. I can do this thing. Yeah. And because I can't bridge that gap, it's too painful to continue it. Right. You know? I understand and, that. And as as I started making that decision, I started realizing, I started you know questioning, why the fuck do I do it? Why am I doing it? Yes, I do love the craft. I love getting up there and getting the laughs. Why do I love it? It's that validation, right? You talked about it last week in your intro, the validation. And when I heard you say it, I had already mulled this fucking over, you know, for hours and hours. I just don't need it anymore. Right. You know, I know I'm funny. I'm still gonna be funny every day, right? Just like I am now. Nothing's really gonna change. I'm just not gonna do it in front of a bunch of people. I don't know, man. Just the everything that comes with it, you know. it, It inflates my ego. Um way too much. Way too much. When I come off stage and I've killed man, I'm you know the hottest fucking shit in the world. Right. And it's not true. Right? We know that's not true. That's not real. We feel great and I'm gonna miss that high a little bit, I think. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. The industry is probably what drove me away from the craft. Yeah, yeah. There is a good amount of bullshit. There's a lot of bullshit, you know. And to be successful in this field chain, you know what it's like. You got to self promote, right? That goes against everything I fucking stand for. I, I think part of
2: it must part of the part of it must be that you must have to sacrifice certain things. Uh, Certainly. You know, you must have to, you know, travel for months on end, promote, promote, promote.
0: It seems to me it would be an all-consuming endeavor. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, man, for me, like, I'm not like a lot of comics. I like to churn out new material all the fucking time. I put that pressure on myself that I'm going to present new material just about every time I fucking do it. You know, anytime I do a significant show at least. And that's a lot of pressure to put on myself for my return you
1: right. know what i mean
0: and there's no way i'm gonna go out and start peddling you know uh old jokes over and over and i can't fucking do it i would rather not do it you know right i don't know i guess it's a it's a big combination of a lot of things do you right? ever see yourself returning to stand up i really don't i really don't man not even for uh you know a retirement party for one of my friends or yeah man i don't know I, i've uh, i've lost it you know which is uh i didn't think i ever would you know when i In 2016, 17, even 18, if you had asked me, you know, uh, I I would have said I'll probably always be doing comedy. Because it's cool, it's something you can do when you're 80, you know? Yeah, that's right. I I already
2: determined before I came over here and I had said in my podcast that, you know, I definitely would never, I would never impose my agenda on you. I would never come over here or to you anywhere we were and say, Mark, you have to keep doing stand-up. You're one of the best at it in this area. You've got to keep doing it. Yeah. But that's just for me. Yeah. That's just for me yeah, as a you're fan. selfish.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, same with me, man. Like, I want to see Shane Ogden. I want more Shane Ogden jokes. I want more Shane Ogden podcasts, you know? Because um, you're the only guy that can give it to me. I, I know what you mean. And uh, I've got that a lot, man, from not just listeners, but friends. Uh, other comics, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I man. My 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 fan base, if that's what you want to call it, my listenership of this podcast, uh, I got a lot of uh, I got a lot of negative feedback over the
2: last couple weeks. Like in terms of they want you to continue. Okay. Yeah. Of course,
0: man. You know. And, yeah. and I get it. I mean, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I've had a couple, you know, go out of my life. People quit, leave, stop doing it. <clears throat> and it sucks because you get into that rhythm, you know. You get used to hearing all their stories, what, what they've done this fucking week and or this month, however it runs. <clears throat> so I get it, but uh, you know, it, ultimately it comes down to me, man. It comes down to my happiness, what I want to do. You know. Yeah. I've got some ideas of other things that I'm good at that may get me out of working every day a nine to five for a living. So I want to focus on those things that are a possibility, certainly a, a much closer possibility. Than comedy. You yeah.
2: Know? I, I get the sense that you just would rather... Either take it all the way... Or not do it.
0: And that's the kind of guy I am. You yeah. know, that's just the... It's just my personality. You are an
2: extreme person. Yeah.
0: I'm one way or the fuck another. I you knew know? that from day one. And I think that's part of the
2: appeal. Certainly. You know, it, it, oh, for yeah. your comedy is like... The intensity of it. mm mm-hmm.
0: the, the extreme nature of it. Absolutely. You know what the funny thing is though, man? When I did The Fringe... Um, you you happened to come on the worst night my fuck that was terrible. Well you, hey, you want a bad crowd, invite a bunch of comics. You had Jesus
2: fucking like, I, I came to the fringe uh, simply to show my support. Yeah. I mean I have seen you a million times and I'm I was interested in some of your new bits actually. Yeah. Because I didn't expect that. I didn't think it would be anything new for the fringe because yeah. it it had been so recently that I had seen you. Yeah, that's right. But you had a few new bits and right. I was really into it. My apprehension and I'm sure the apprehension of the small number of people that were there was that oh my god if I laugh in this statically small because it's like a little art studio yeah this is like any room in your house this is not really uh, not uh, to the me, best venue to the me I don't I don't think it's a performance space. yeah band no band
0: it's band. really not. You it's know? really not. That was so unprofessional. I mean, ringer on. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, Shane. You're sorry retired. Our listeners, I know. You're not going to be on as a normal person. <laughs> That's true. I gotta, yeah, now i got to leave my ringer on at every comedy show. That's right. Yep. Hat you're, you're, you're right, you right about the space. But having said that, man, I had fucking dynamite shows there every other night. Oh, great. But you know what's interesting? Mm. I, Thursday night was my fault, man. It was my fault. Afterwards, I thought about it. You know, it was... Man, I've always been real honest with my comedy, and I think that's a big miss with a lot of comics—a big fucking miss. Is stopping comics from becoming better comics by not being honest about how their sets went, the feedback they get from the audience, taking that in, and reworking shit. People aren't fucking listening to the audiences. I'm getting all excited here now, kid. I <laughs> know <laughs> I can tell. But here's, I love the, it. Th- here's the thing: like, you yeah. know, I-, I marked that performance as a loss in my record, right? Right, and I have—it's that's a small record, but that's marked in as a loss. And I figured out immediately What I did did wrong I was too loud I was too intense And the volume was too high Okay Period Make Man when sense. I came out Friday night Right You know what it's like When you lose In comedy Yeah Right What you want to do The first thing you want to do Is get that motherfucker back Man yeah. I showed up Friday To the French Focused man Yeah And when people Started piling in Bigger crowd Bigger crowd for sure But old Old crowd And dressed nice You know, festival, theater kind of people. Yeah. And I'm looking down and I'm thinking about Thursday night and I'm going, okay, I know what to do. And I made a decision right as I was walking down the stairs to turn my volume way down, just the way I talk, just my my speaking volume, turned it way down and lowered the intensity of all my delivery, the entire thing. My punchlines came out so soft, Shane, and they hit like a Mack fucking truck. I Here, know. I'm almost done comedy, and I'm just figuring it out, you know? And that's the fucking bitch of comedy anyway. You know, you think you have not figured out all along the way. Right from my first set, man, I thought I had it figured out. Hot damn, I fucking killed, man. I'm going to be do the best fucking thing. I'm next. I'm going to the top. You know what I mean? You think you have not figured out. Two weeks later, you go, what the fuck was I doing there? That was awful. Like, would you want to watch a set from two years ago right now? I'd kill myself. You'd kill yourself. I'd rather kill myself than watch it, you oh. know? And and but back then I had it all figured out. I was fucking killing it, right? You're the the king. That's a bitch of comedy, man. Yeah. She always makes you think you know her, and then she fucking flips the script every time, man. But it was so fun Friday because it was a you know a conscious decision to change my act, fucking almost like entirely. You know, I wasn't even aggressive. You know, physically, right? I was very reserved. And man, it was the best I've ever performed, and maybe the best reaction I've ever had.
2: Well, it's very it beyond ridiculous. It's very timely because you're about to headline Chuckle's Comedy Club. Right, yeah.
0: You're I'm the, sharp. Except the only thing is, I'm doing that with brand new material.
2: You're the only which, person from... Which St- I will write eventually. You're the only person <laughs> that I know of. You're the only person from St. John, New Brunswick, Canada that has headlined a comedy club in St. John, New Brunswick, Canada. Except for me, but it's different with you because... I was touring through town but no not even then that there counts. was there was no club
0: so I'm pretty I guess sure there no you... permanent club there's yeah, yeah, no it was perm- an on tour kind of deal that's, that's right what, that so you're, you're the that must have been cool though to come back into town with yucks and fucking headline yeah it was neat but yeah.
2: at the same time yeah and I got a lot of old you know I always knew you would yeah. be a funny guy sure and all this did. stuff yeah yeah it, but it was like how much does that mean when it's coming from Terry in your science class <laughs> Does it
1: really matter well,
0: what it, people think? And and that's what I that's what I'm saying, Shane. Does it matter what anybody thinks? And that's my answer now is no, I don't care if this guy in the front row thinks I'm fucking funny. I don't need his his validation anymore. You know? Yeah. But what you're describing is, right, you're saying I don't
1: need that.
2: Yeah. But you want that. You know, I'm I'm really well, I, I just should fucking accept that my life is a permanent crossroads.
0: Yeah, man, you've been at a crossroads since I met you. <laughs> I'm not kidding. With the comedy, right? No, for real though. But, but not just in the comedy either. The reason it's... I laugh from my fucking soul there
2: Yeah, because it's true. You is, know it's true. Is because not only is it true, it's true in every part of my life. Yeah, every aspect.
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: Like, I'm at a crossroad with parenting. I'm yeah. at a crossroad with my job. Yeah. I'm at a crossroad with moving. comedy. I'm at a crossroads with my location. Yeah. I'm at a Jesus. fucking crossroads with everything. I am, like, this is how you could describe Shane Ogden as a metaphor. I am still standing at Blockbuster, looking for the right movie in
0: 1993.
2: Like, and I'm still there. I I never left that fucking place
0: in my head and my heart. I have. And I got news for you, bud. I got news for you. Once you once you finally pick out that movie, then you got to pick out your snacks. See what I mean. Uh, dude, that that was a... Uh, so I love that fucking analogy, man. That was so really great, good. So but, great but to talk to it's you It's true. Yeah, see you fuck again. yeah, that man. That's it. the one thing I miss about doing the podcast is I miss hanging out with my friends, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, it was always... It always was, you know, a reason to get together. Mm-hmm. We're going to do this thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now we got to find ways to do it uh, without the thing. Right. right? Yeah. You know, still get together. You know, I, I'm still having lunch with Arif on a regular basis. Um, I got to find ways to, uh, spend time with the people from comedy that I love. Right. You know what I mean? Outside of comedy. Right. And not in the same yeah. way. So we, to... you and I got to figure out what that is. Yeah. Well, I love it. Always... tonight. It's Birchwood cause I love this show. Uh, I'm so glad to be back on it. So this is great. This is a great excuse. Yeah. To get well, together. Uh, this you is... still have one. So that's kind of nice. I still have... We're halfway there. You still have an excuse to get together. Oh, yeah, you absolutely. have a podcast. Yeah, that's right? true.
2: Yeah. But it, uh, it, it all comes with the bullshit that you're currently avoiding by semi-retiring or whatever this is called. Right. Just living. Yeah. This is just called living. Yeah, that's right. And you've chose uh, to, to switch gears and to do something...
0: Well, it's a lot of shame. Like, I'm sure you oh. feel it, man. Uh, oh. Now you're in a weekly podcast. You fucking yeah. painted yourself in the same corner that I, sh- I was painted in. I should be through. packing...
2: Yeah. And I should be spending yeah. time with my daughter. Yeah. For some reason, I'm chasing this dragon. <laughs>
0: that's right, you're chasing this This comedy kinda.
2: heroine mm-hmm. that, that can't... You know, there's a part of me, for some reason, that has decided that I am special and exceptional. Yeah. And that has... Ne- that's the ego yeah but that that has never left my imagination that yeah. someday I could be more than just a 43 year old father of two but what the fuck is wrong with being a 43 year old father of two and, well, and get, getting a fuck fish because you know because
0: you, know, <laughs> you know what yeah right but but because you know uh what the other side is you see it all the time you run the fucking club dude it's torture right
2: you run the clock. Do you think that's not the so, worst thing you've ever heard? Oh, dude, all it's torture. All it's
0: torture. It's like fucking... It's,
2: <laughs> it's like All you've ever do.
0: wanted to be
2: is a touring comedian. Yeah. So you host them every month. That's right. I have six... Come
0: on six... in, my friend. You I... do what I want to do. This is the bullshit I do on top of <laughs> fucking working. On top six, of it.
2: Six shows I'm producing this month, and I'm on three of them. Yeah.
0: Exactly. <laughs>
2: And the math is just not there. I should be
0: on every show. I should be touring. Yeah. But. That is, that's a, that's a special kind of torture. You got to see them walk in every fucking week, right? (laughs) Yes. Here comes Dan. But I've been doing that, you know what I mean? But I've been doing that shit for years. Like, even before the club. It's probably the cause of your mental illness, Shane. Probably. (laughs) There you go. Shut her down!
2: Yeah, that's it. That's it. But that's, I guess, why, getting back to what we were talking about earlier, I fully understand where you're at.
0: Yeah. Like, I, full stop. You've been there mentally without pushing the button. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I pushed the button. Unfortunately, I got to stay in the fucking room for a few more shows.
2: Yeah. Two more shows, you know. Right. Um, I mean, you really don't have to. No, I know I don't have to. But I know you're the kind of guy that finishes what
0: he starts. You put a poster up, but it's all over. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You put up a poster, people, uh, you know... Uh, but it's a great goodbye because... Oh, I can't wait you, for you, it, man. You, you I can't wait the for the first,
2: first guy in this area to close a comedy club, and now you're going to headline a professional comedy club once again. Yeah. This is the... this it's exciting, man. This is the fucking victory lap.
0: Yeah. That's exactly what it is. And and I'm so happy, man, that I... Like, Chuckles, I'm so happy to say goodbye at Chuckles. I'm so excited for that show. Yeah. Uh, I love that fucking club, man. I love that stage... You know, you and I have so much history in that building with that club. Well, you uh, built the original stage yeah. that we stand on. Yeah. You put your
2: carpentry skills to good use. Yeah, and you painted it. We painted it. We yeah. added a step to it. We well, made, it, just made it, 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 it a little stronger because we had Angelo Zerukas, who was 400 pounds. Oh, that's right. You know what I mean? Yeah, reinforcements. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, but I'm so but, excited. You, you, you took a look at all of the possibilities of pe- comedians. Yeah. And you never dreamed that we'd get a great big massive one that would need reinforcing. <laughs> never
1: even
2: thought it because I built shit the fucking last. I built shit serious. The truth be you told, know? we didn't actually think. It. it was spongy to him probably. Oh, I see. But if we, because we threw another two by four across, but it wasn't going to break. There's What no do you way. mean? He
0: got up and tested the stage, came no, up and but said, I, I need more
2: Big people had gone on. Oh, just, I see. Just okay. audience and yep, yep. drunks in the bar yep. had stepped on it, and I saw that it was uh, a little spongy. Yeah. But then then we got thinking, oh, shit, what if Angel Zerukas tripped and broke his ankle and sued the club? And Oh, know.
0: shit, I was thinking, what if he fell through the fucking stage? <laughs> Best show ever. <laughs> right? Drop the mic. Yeah, exactly. And you're right? up to your balls, right? You're right for yes. this. That. That's a big fucking stage. Boom, yeah. Man, I'm so excited. Yes, it's over. I'm so excited, man, to do my last uh, set there. Well, it's not my last set. We're at the marina. But right. it's really my last professional comedy club gig. Yes, right? yes. I'm fucking so excited for it, man. Yes. I hope I can come up with 40 minutes of new fire. And and Marina. In the next two weeks. And the Marina, <laughs>
2: you should really close that show. It's your last time on stage. I didn't
0: know what you wanted me to do there. Absolutely. I awesome. don't care. I'm fucking and, happy doing 20. And I think I'm all of the guys want you
2: to close it. Because we all know it's your last if, show. If
0: anybody has any different ideas, I, I don't
2: have to It's going go. to hurt Glenn K. Amo the most. Why I don't know.
1: I'm
0: just making that <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, I, do, I do... You know, the only thing with, with walking away... From, walking away from comedy, man, I have no regrets. I have a few regrets walking away from the Spoolcast without having, you know, some guests that I wanted to have on. Travis Lindsay, probably Paramount. Yeah. On that list. Uh, but guys like Glenn K. Amo. There's a long list. Yes. Of uh, long-time comics that I've known throughout, you know, my whole time yeah. in comedy that, you know, it just never worked out. We never got together and got on, you know... You know, this is show. like a... This is
2: like an Andy Kaufman moment for me because to use another analogy, if you were to come back into comedy ten years from now, or right. five years, or you know five weeks from now, I would totally like I believe that I I. I I don't fully believe that you're going to quit. Yeah, I know. Nobody but the, does. But on the other except hand... Except me. But on the other hand, if you did, it would be like Andy Kaufman re-emerging. I'd be like, well, I guess he wasn't dead. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's this thing where I totally understand it. I could totally see it evolving into something else. Or, yeah. or you saying, fuck what I said before. I know that I said what I was going to say. And I always make my final decision. Mm. I keep my word. Yep. And then you come back. I wouldn't blame you a bit.
0: Yep. People change their minds all the fucking time, man.
2: But I would also equally not be surprised if you kept your word and didn't come back. That's what I suspect is going to happen. And I just have to say to my listeners, we'll just never know.
0: you just never know. Well, maybe you will. <laughs> maybe you'll, It's not like I'm going to die. You're going to go you no You'll go know. On as okay, well, it's been a year. We'll do another Birchwood in a year. And then you'll fucking know. You know what I mean? That's right. Then you'll know. Um, I won't release that just, I, just on Patreon. Was, <laughs> yeah, just that's kidding. it.
2: <laughs> uh, slash, what? slash what? Birchwood? Slash Birchwood? I don't know. Slash Does it ask? exist?
0: The Patreon? Uh, Your no. Patreon? No. Good. Oh, don't I, do it. God. Don't do it. It's gross. I don't mm-hmm. like it. No, no. I don't like it. I, I don't know. Well, I didn't start, start. Some of my friends money. do it. Some of my friends do it, and, yeah. and I'm not fucking judging anybody. But if you're not doing it, don't do it. No. Give this shit away for free. Oh yeah. No, I mean. But the thing is, uh, here's what I can here's what I can say. Well, nothing's for sure. But I I, I do do not believe I'll ever do comedy in this region ever again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you never know what life is going to throw at you. You know You're what mean? Like, I mean? I may move. Yeah. Right. I might move to Alberta, BC, Paris. Who the fuck knows? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm always I, keep, I, it, I like, keep an open mind, man. <laughs> I don't rule anything out. I'm not stuck you know in this spot forever yeah, yeah if some giant opportunity pops up for me to move to Paris France and it's something I'm excited about and want to fucking do I'm gonna do it
2: yeah, yeah you know so
0: I'm not locked in to really anything but I, I'm pretty I'm pretty safe in saying that I don't think I'm gonna do it again yeah yeah so talk about
2: your new projects I know you have said green crush uh, kind of a couple buzzwords there, a couple of different ideas, you know, something about cannabis futures. But you're not really opening up and saying what it is mm. your new life will be. Yeah, is, is that by design?
0: Uh it is now. Yeah, I was I was a little too loose-lipped before. Now I'm just saying nothing. You know, uh, cool. I I love cannabis, man. Big part of my life. Mm-hmm. Love the culture. You know, cannabis saved my life. Yes. You know, I had a bad. I mean, we were friends, and I had a bad respiratory problem. It saved my fucking life. Yeah, you went to the uh, hospital. I'm like, an advocate. Yeah, they, they felt like they almost lost you. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah. I said, I said the, my last goodbyes to my wife in August of 2016. Gosh, in crazy. the hospital. Yeah, I thought I was gonna die. I couldn't fucking breathe, man. And cannabis, vaporizing cannabis, saved my life. Anyway, you know, no need for this fucking Christ, big long like story. Your, no, but I mean, you it's, know, it's like it saved bad, my life. It's like I've gone to jail to for it. You yeah. know. This, a is like, times. this is like your second time around. Like it's like you're back from the dead. I guess. I don't know. I didn't die though, right? I mean, uh, but you thought you were going to. I did think I was gonna. Yeah, that was a fucking. It was a weird moment. It was a very yeah. zen moment. It was terrifying, and then I just I, it, I accepted it. Yeah. And the world was closing in. Like the, my uh, my my vision was darkening in a circle, closing in. I was, you know, it was like the end of a fucking Looney Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we get in the yeah. end. Yeah, that's all, yep. folks. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. It was wow. But but I at some point before it closed, I, I hit acceptance, and uh, it was a fucking great feeling. But I didn't die. My heart didn't stop.
2: But when you, know? you when you when you but I did
0: stop breathing. When yeah. you when you
2: thought you were going to survive after thinking you were going to die,
0: what was that like? What do you mean when I came? Like I, I when I, you realized you were going to survive? Oh, I, I I went unconscious. It closed in. I was out. You thought I stopped breathing. You thought you were dead. No, I did. I, I, I don't know. Like I said, like uh, it was starting to close in, and I accepted it and had like kind of a, a feeling of well being. Said goodbye to my wife, and the world closed in, and I was unconscious for I, I don't know, it was fifteen, twenty minutes, something like that. And uh, when I woke up, I did not know what the fuck happened, you know. And then I oh, started, okay. and then I started piecing it together over the next few minutes, right? Okay. Well, when I first woke up, I woke up in the hospital and. You know, Jamie was there looking fucking horrified. Obviously, right? Wow. Uh, yeah, it was. It was an experience. You know. Did it change you? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I don't know. I don't know, man. And but uh, about a month later is when Jamie got the vaporizer and some high CBD uh, cannabis, and I could breathe immediately. So first puff. First puff off the vaporizer. Just relax. I could breathe too. immediately. My lungs just started working. Oh, sweet. Fuck here we go. Wow. And I needed it for that for probably three weeks. And then after that three weeks, it just started repairing itself. Wow. Right? Cannabis saved my fucking life, dude. No joke. Right? Um.
2: I've heard other people say that.
0: Lots of people, right? Lots of people, cancers, all this fucking shit, seizures. Oh, it's it's, it's a fucking great thing. Have you
2: listened to the podcast Green Crush, Alan Park? No. Um, Alan is an advocate for uh, cannabis and... Is he local? Cannabis use. No, he's uh, from Toronto. Right, right. Uh, He's a friend of mine. He was in um, the Royal Canadian Air Force, if I'm not mistaken. I I don't want
0: to be rude, but I want to write this down.
2: Yeah, it's Uh, called Green Crush. Green Crush. Yeah. What's Bunny's name? Alan Park. A. L. A. N. I've
0: heard this name before.
2: Yeah, he was it's not the uh, green
0: crush. With used to headline
2: Yucks all the time. I used to open for him. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Oh, he's a comic. Oh, yeah. and
0: now he's an advocate. Yes. Oh.
2: But he's but now see. Oh. When he when he was doing stuff, <laughs> ah,
0: so many things I wish I could say right now, but I can't say. But we'll talk. We'll talk off. When end, anyway.
2: when he was doing uh, stand up and closing the Yucks clubs, he was like very kind to me, very silly, a very silly guy. Did you love his? Club? Did you love his? Comic? Loved it. Excellent. He, he, was, he was very into, like, dark humor yeah. and, and political dark humor. Okay,
1: right. And anyway,
2: so I really enjoyed his stand-up. No, got to the pleasure of opening him for him a few times. Then years go by, I don't see him, and then he's on the Royal Canadian Air Force.
0: Right. You see him on TV? Yes. No kidding. Yeah. I, 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 that must have so, been strange, but you, you probably know a few people like that, right? Oh,
2: yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying, that the torture goes deeper than you know, because I've seen so,
0: <laughs> so many people succeed <laughs> and, and thrive bad. and thrive. And become uh, award-winning comedians and uh, television, and yes. they're, man, there are people in. But you know what? Some of them, England that are crushing it. Like, some of them are still just coming to your club and just doing that kind of thing. Oh yeah, yeah, you
2: know. yeah. Uh, so with <laughs> so that, with
0: with, with Alan, he almost died
2: of cancer, right? And I believe it was colon or no, it might have been brain. Either colon or brain. Yeah. One of the ends of the human body. Yeah, man. yeah. So Alan, that's
0: typical in men, yeah. right?
2: Alan, <laughs> yeah. brains and assholes. Brains and assholes. And yeah. That's what the cancer like. Um, but Alan, uh, through cannabis use, uh, can, can, CBD oil, something, uh, the details are not, I'm not great. I'm a great details guy, but, sure. um, I know he's an advocate. I know that people think that he's a little left. They think he might be a, more of a conspiracy guy. Sure. But he doesn't. Well, I can
0: fucking dig that. First of all, I'm a huge conspiracy guy. I think you'd love Alan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for the recommendation. I'll be checking it out. As soon as you leave. No joke. Awesome. Uh, Pretty much all I consume nowadays is uh, cannabis podcasts, you know? Awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So. So you weren't lying when you said you love the culture. I do. I love the culture. You're an advocate.
0: Yeah. Well, you know what happened? They made it legal, right? And so what I did is I planted some seeds, right? Because I used to grow way back in the fucking day. Well, it's legal to grow four plants. Let's throw uh, four seeds in, in some pots and see what fucking happens just outdoor, right? Yeah got turned on to auto flowers which is just a crazy you know just fucking google it man it's changed the cannabis industry no one wants to admit it yet but it's it's fucking auto is taking over awesome. and sounds uh, amazing once i started growing man it became very clear that, that this plant is pretty much the most important thing in my life you know other than my family and my you know uh, my actual existence i love this fucking plant and growing the plant has grown my relationship it, it, what's so weird is, is i actually consume less of it nowadays it's weird i can almost get a fix just going out and, and working uh in, in my garden you know uh it's strange it's a strange thing but i've developed this relationship with this plant now that i'm not willing to let go of. you the know the world is
2: a, the world is a crazy place now
0: right now it's so crazy man isn't it a crazy
2: yeah. crazy ride
0: yeah with legalized weed here in this country and, and people don't like you know advocates don't like the word weed Uh, They don't like grass. They don't like marijuana. I don't personally like marijuana either because that's the the bad name. Boy, we're very fascinated with labels. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, Why? Who gives a shit? Yeah. You know? Uh, But uh, for me, I usually say cannabis because it's a more respected way to fucking say it, I guess. We And and I'm I'm trying to break the stigma, right? Even though we have legalization here, Shane, the stigma still remains big time.
2: Yeah, it's hard for me personally to... Enjoy cannabis and free. Explain it to my children. Yeah. Like I don't want Casey. Well, how old your oldest son? How old's Casey? He's uh, seventeen. Seventeen.
0: Yeah. If I were you, I would talk to him about it. He knows, but it depends on how he, he like knows
2: that. he knows I consume cannabis. Yeah, right. I I tell him that For some reason, probably from the fucked up
0: stigma that has been years. Of course, man. They did a great fucking job of convincing us all that it's a bad thing and we should be ashamed if we do it and all these things, right? They did a great fucking job. So that's
2: why when the kids are home, I don't smoke at all. Good. That's a good call. When the kids leave, and I say kids, I have a 17-year-old and a 9-year-old. When they leave to go to their mother's for the opposite week, yep. then I'll consume cannabis.
0: Absolutely,
2: man. But that's I, fucking terrific. I think that's terrific. But man. I don't think, I don't know. Because I mean. Does it enrich your life? I mean, I, I don't know. Jury's out for me.
0: It must though, because you keep doing it, right? I Because mean, a lot of people have this weird relationship yeah. with cannabis and the stigma is, has a lot to fucking do with that. Yeah. You know, cuz you don't mind drinking a beer and why don't you mind drinking a beer? Cuz it takes the edge off and it makes you feel a little happy. Right? right? Same thing with weed, but we're meant to feel the fucking shame cuz the government, who by the way, we elected to represent us, everybody has forgotten, not all they do is represent the corporations. But they've made us feel so bad about this plant. It's a fucking plant that makes you laugh. What the fuck? Are we talking about here? Yeah, yeah. It's a plant that grows naturally long this fucking thing's been around long before anything that we
2: fucking use today. Right. Anything. So I guess the question becomes, is it okay for my for me, as a role model to my kids, to consume cannabis when they're around, to say no, your brains aren't fully developed till you're twenty-five, according to scientists. Yes. So when you're twenty-five, then you can partake in some cannabis use with me. Yes. That would be totally reasonable to do that. Absolutely, but because of the stigma that you discussed, yeah, and the shame growing up. Well, I don't think Ella needs dr- to know. drugs. Drugs yeah. are the devil.
0: Y- your youngest right. doesn't need to know. Right, right. She's nine years old. She doesn't know what the fuck you're doing. You're not hiding that shit from Casey. He's right. going to smell it. He's going to see it. He's going to see your eyes. He's going to hear the yeah. way you talk. Yeah. Right? Ella, you can pull that shit the fucking wool over her eyes so, well, you for a couple more years. Dude, so you don't even have to have that talk. It
2: her, happened. Right? It happened.
0: What do you? Oh, no.
2: I got, got so high. I went, <laughs> <laughs> I went to uh, this place that sells these edibles. Right. And uh, I had Great some. Great
0: places, those places. Yes. Uh, Big
2: it, fan. It's a place we know. It's not <laughs> far away. Sure, right. And I, and I had some gummies. Yes. Uh, from Medibles. Yes.
0: Oh, the medible gummies. Okay. Yeah, by yeah, the way, medibles, just... <laughs>
2: you owe me some money for this plug on the Birchwood podcast. I, pr-
0: I prefer Mota, but uh, everybody's got their own jam. <laughs> hey, man,
2: I just picked what they gave yeah, me. Yeah, medibles not bad at all. I just walked up and I said, uh, I'm kind of looking to eat something. And I, you know, don't want to feel the way I feel. Is that what oh, you said in that? Yeah. I See,
0: want... it's great being a comedian just in everyday life. Too. <laughs> it is. It's it a, a enough. It's a gift. Yeah. It's a it's a gift of joy. Yeah, man. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Every well, place, every, every establishment place, I walk into yes. to buy something, I'm cracking fucking jokes. Oh yeah. I want to brighten their fucking day. You, and you know what? Yeah. That's enough for me now, which is great. But carry on. You like, and
2: I, you and I, are the same guy in so many ways. We're, yeah. We're very different.
0: I know you think about it that way too.
2: Yeah. We've talked about it before. When, when I walk into a place, um, they'll say, uh. Hello, and I'll say hello to you yeah. instead of saying hello back. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, they say, hey, uh, how, you make, how you doing? They might say that casually, and then I'll say, oh, You know what? Just one day at a time. <laughs> I ju- and uh, my, Sweet my, my, little, my little joke is, uh, uh, I tried to it once and it didn't fit. Yeah. You know, like stupid. And they're like, What the, fu- what the fuck is this weird guy saying? <laughs>
0: but that brings them together. Yeah, and it brings them out of their fucking cloud, dude, out of their fog you yeah. know what I mean because yeah. they're thinking about what just happened on their fucking human beings or, you know? are
2: in the worst hamster wheel they've ever been it's, it's horrible man the society is. we
0: live in is fucking horrible it's, 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 it's my mission to break as far away from it as fucking possible and as quickly as possible no fucking joke man I'm not interested in today's society not one fucking bit life's for living
2: and these people are not living <laughs>
0: they are not living man but man definitely not like that's the thing you forgot that you, you were right in the middle of a story Shane um, yeah. So See, I, I, this is I, the joy I of cannabis. had, I had some cannabis right, right,
2: and, uh, <laughs> and I didn't expect it. This was an off week. Sure. But I had forgotten that I told Casey it would be fine to come in the middle of the week to my house for one reason or another. Oh boy. Maybe he was closer to one of his friend's house. Sure. So he shows up oh, no. and I've got a planned, I've got a date with cannabis. Right. I am not expecting kids, but Casey, I mean, he's 17. So what's sure. the big deal? But yeah, he, yeah. but he rolls up and I go, I can't act high, I can't act high, I can't act high.
0: You had already ingested it. Oh, yes. Ah, nice. And, it was, and how many
2: milligrams? I was just ramping up.
0: How many milligrams? 20. 20 milligrams. Okay. All right.
2: That, for me, that's okay. a lot. That's a
0: lot? Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay.
2: 10 would do it.
0: I'm a daytime 10 guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? On a Saturday, pop 10, mils of the day.
2: But you're but you're still functioning and in, yes. in control.
0: Oh yeah. Still highly functioning. Twenty I'm a little ten I would really say hard.
2: ten I would say I'm in control, but twenty is where I'm You're high. I gotta go to bed. You <laughs> damn <laughs> I gotta eat a pie and then go to bed. <laughs> um, but here's the thing. Um I went over the – I overshot it. Right. I got, I'm got. i like, I got to act sober. I got to act sober. I got to act sober. I better go over and talk to his friends. No. Oh, my God. No. Oh, my God.
1: You're like, no! wait, Jesus I did, Christ. I, ah! went,
2: I went right over to his friends. I'm like, hey, fellas, how you doing? I understand you went white rod or rafting today. Is that what you did? <laughs> and, the, and, and That's probably what you said, too. Oh, dude. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, no, we, <laughs> we just went tubing. Yeah. and i like well whereabouts you go to me oh, well why Jesus. would it fucking matter these yes. kids don't want to talk to yeah, me yeah what are you
0: writing for the school paper who yeah. is this
2: fucking <laughs> and, then, and then they're like the Nashwalk and Fredericton and I'm like I've been there myself they don't care no. they still don't no, care don't no know. no. <laughs> no. I'm embarrassing all. Casey
0: <laughs> I'm giving kids information they don't need <laughs> and you're not reading body language I'm sure they were letting you know loud and clear oh, not interested not Mr. Ogden not interested no not only it inside Mr. Funny Guy
2: not only not interested <laughs> but also like I was a Creating an uncomfortable situation, one, they didn't want to be involved in, and two, they just had a cooler rhythm. Sure. They got—they were in sync with each other. Kids today have a better way of joking. They just understand humor today yeah. better.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know what it they is. They don't do a lot of laughing out laughing. But it's all between each other. You know what? My son's friends, uh, they hug me and tell me that they love me. So really? I don't know what you're fucking doing wrong. Maybe those edibles are... Yep. Yeah, maybe they're not good. <laughs> I'll tell you a counter story. So my in-laws, uh, their last visit, was, which was fucking feels like yesterday, and it seems like they're coming tomorrow, but uh, <laughs> uh, they arrived uh, super early Uh oh, for their last visit, four hours early. And for me, man, when I consume cannabis, if I'm going to vaporize cannabis, I vaporize as much as I can. Yeah. Right? Uh, usually about a half gram. And it lasts. I know after three hours, I'm done. Yeah. But after four hours, I'm perfectly normal. Right back to normal. Yeah. Back to square one. So I hit the vaporizer. <laughs> and I hit it hard. as my last, you know, mid-evening vape for yep. a number of days while they're down, right? So I'm well, I'm gonna get this last one in, right? Selfish. Squeezed it in. As soon as I did, wifey's phone went ding! We're gonna be there in six minutes. Oh, no. Making great time. Oh, no. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. I just said, I'm like, and I fucking hate it that I just said that. I shouldn't be so hard on myself. You're, but regu- I do you're a regular that. guy now. I know.
2: You can let That's the likes true. fly. Yeah,
0: I guess. Yeah. yeah, I guess.
2: I don't know. You're not trying to... I still got to gotta be careful. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah. So I love anyway, I love unlike that. you, oh, yeah, yeah. okay, Yeah. my first instinct was, well, I'll just talk to them and uh, <clears throat> prove to them that I'm normal, right? <laughs> They came in, father-in-law took one look at me, knew I was fucking sideways. I could tell right away. Yeah, the yeah. mood got weird, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I just threw my... <laughs> the... So I knew exactly what to fucking do, Shane. I'm a professional. Yes, I knew sir. exactly what to do. Yeah. I threw my fucking trunks on and I jumped in the pool for 25 fucking minutes. Wow. Yeah. Like underwater doing handstand, handstands, <laughs> walking handstands from one side of the fucking so... pool to the other, like just fucking burning all of my energy in the pool. And I came out of that pool like a fucking judge as sober as you'd want to be. Uh, and the rest of the visit was perfect. And the father-in-law, <laughs> he knew the whole time, but the mother-in-law, I didn't know. He wrecked. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was a, fu- it was a fun night.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I came out of the
0: pool a little wrinkly that night. I had to stay an extra long. You know?
2: But you know what I think? <clears throat> I think Casey's friends might like me and I might not like myself and I might right. reject that.
0: I don't know. I think you're using might wrong. Yes. Yeah. I don't think it belongs there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. You know what the difference is, man. My uh, my son's friends. He's had them as friends for a long time since he was like nine.
2: Yeah, these guys. I don't know who the hell they are. Mm-hmm. I don't really fucking care. He's got he's
0: them. got friends like that, of course, and they don't talk to me either. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But no,
2: actually, I I could honestly say with my head up high that his friends that he's had since he's a little kid are they
0: like me? Yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. only because. Yeah, it's been years. Yeah, you know? you of course know. you do. Now, let me ask you, Shane. Uh, do you think you're going to be able to keep this weekly podcast going for a long time? I mean, it's a lot easier for you because you're mobile, right? Ah, you just got the yes. phone. You just got to sit down and talk to somebody for at least a half an hour yeah, once a week. It's yes. not bad, right? It's kind of a good thing. At I think t- you should keep doing it, man. You're good at it. I enjoy your podcasts. Yeah. Um, I would encourage you to keep doing it. I think it's a good... Try to do it for
2: two years. I I think it's a good thing for me because, you know, I just, I'm one of those people that I I need people in my life. Yeah. For whatever reason, maybe it is just once again validation. I don't know what it is, but I do find people interesting Mm. and I don't think that we know enough about each other.
0: I don't disagree, man. I got so excited. I would get so excited, you know, depending on the guests that I was going to have on my show. Uh, I get very excited to just, you know, hear what they have to say and how they look at fucking things, you know. Especially, you know, another comic. Yeah. How do they look at comedy, right? Uh, Always find it fascinating talking to people. I used to love, well, I I do love
2: your your back catalog and all of the episodes of the Sploodcast. And it's just amazing to me the different guests that you had on this show. Like, you've made friends in the United States and, you know, you You know, thousands of listeners all over. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, um, it's amazing to me that you wouldn't keep doing that just because that's not
0: really stand-up, you know? Like, it's a different thing, isn't it? It is. But you know what the thing, uh, I'm quitting the podcast for some, excuse me, similar reasons as stand-up, but also some very different ones too. Hmm. You know, I, I would come on that show every fucking week. And bark about social media and everybody's screaming into the void and all this. And here I'm doing the exact same fucking thing every week. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, at some point it, be, it became fucking hypocritical. So, I really believe that people need to stay the fuck off the internet mm. way more than they are.
1: The, yeah, the, the, I don't you're know on,
0: we're on these phones too fucking much. Right. We're, we're, and what it does, man, the social media... It's creating um, this environment where everybody wants to be a star. Everybody's got their own, well, I've got my Instagram page, and I've got, you know, this, and I've got this many followers. And you don't need fucking followers. What do you mean followers? Wait, Cleopatra? Like, what the fuck are we talking about here? it's making us fucking weird. And everybody's going on Instagram and showing off all their shit. It's just a big fucking show off, man. That's all social media is. Show off. I'm showing you off how fucking great my life is or, or how great this moment I'm living is right now. You're not even fucking living that moment, idiot. You're fucking posting about it. It's it, Man, it's just, it's madness. It's made us into um, crazy fucking people. Crazy people, man.
2: You've ins- Myself included. You you've, know? you've inspired me. I don't know if you know this.
0: Um, oh, I heard, I heard the episode last week. But I have
2: actually not been on Facebook. Like, if I'm on Facebook, I'm getting a message from somebody, or I'm sharing a Chuckles post. Yeah, I might take pictures. You're
0: like not I, engaging like it used I, to. Comments and all that fucking crazy I, shit. I, I get, I get <clears throat> caught
2: up very rarely now.
0: Good man, that's good. It's it's, it's become, bad for your mental health. I, Social media is horrible
2: for mental health. I. Try not to read comments. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm writing material about how social media would be better without comments. Nice. Yeah. Um, and and I think it really, nobody needs to know what you think mm-hmm. no, a, a, about their life, certainly. So if I post something like me and my kids camping, some asshole out there will say, uh, nice car. Yeah, or your Am daughter's.
0: I? Your daughter's so close to the fire. You must not love her. She's gonna fucking burn. Or you know what the, I mean? Like yeah. so negative, dude. And, and fucking
2: so, negative. And so whenever I hear something I don't like, yeah, I assassinate people on social media. I block them. Nice. I unfriend them. Yeah. I actually tried. That's end- effort, though,
0: isn't that effort? You get I, tired of that I effort. Just walk away.
2: Yeah. And I did the same thing with a family member. Good. Um. Just because
0: we're family, I couldn't does, agree with you more last week. You, exactly, I could not agree uh, with your diet diatribe last week more about that. Yeah, big okay. time. It's who you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm.
2: That's you choose. Yeah, and, and if and if oh, I choose my brothers and sisters. man. Yep, if your interaction goes poorly, most of my family's dead. You know, if, if your interaction goes poorly with someone, then you walk away. Yeah, that's it. Yep, I don't. I don't need to hang around and try to gain this approval. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I just walk. You know
0: man. You know who you want in your life. Yep. Right. And there's people in your life you don't want in your life, and a lot of times that's your fucking family. Yep. (laughs) You know. So that's the thing. I don't. You know, family is
2: such a bullshit idea. Yeah, I agree,
0: man. I I fucking
2: agree. Well, we're you? You know. My so and so fucked your so-and-so, so we gotta stay in a room together. Yeah, why? No we don't. Why?
0: I'm this type of person and you're a fucking horrible person. Fuck you! Yeah You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I don't care if your family so so blood. Beautiful. I don't care if it came out of here. So it. I'll I don't post. I'll, I'll post a picture
2: of uh the tent site that I camped at, some beautiful landscape, something that I I felt and experienced, and yes, I I I do share it. Yeah. But you're showing I've, off. I've been staying away from comments. I don't even look at if somebody comments I don't even acknowledge it. Yeah. I don't join any groups. I
0: don't I really am backing away from it. I don't understand how it's still so fucking popular. Like I don't get how people haven't figured it out. Like I was on there for eighteen months and it was the worst eighteen months of my life. There's this rapper
2: (laughs) It really was. There's this rapper, Travis can't think of the name. It's on Netflix right now, this this documentary, this Rap Kid. Right, right. But it's a mumble. Mumble right. Nice. And he's surrounded by Yes Men. Like, it's a very personal documentary. It shows him rising to the top and almost getting a fucking Grammy. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, Travis Scott, I think his name is. Oh, okay. And he had this uh, award-winning show, and it just rise to the top and all this. And you look out in these stadiums, and literally, like... 50,000 kids jumping, moshing, you know? Nice. And people he invites on stage, and they the tradition is they run off the stage and crowd dive when they set off these smoke bombs at the edge of the stage, That'd and they nice. time it out. And yeah, yeah. So everybody feels, like, excited and amped up. Yeah. This yeah, Travis Scott guy is jumping around. But the the mumble, like, it's just like... I hate mumble rap. He's just it's like, not a fan. And, yeah. and literally I'm not exaggerating and then a bunch of musicians talented drummers guitar just players people her. that make musical arrangements yeah. and they're all just going yeah okay let's put some music behind this and they're all agreeing that this is a good thing 50,000 kids in a stadium moshing, jumping the point is you and I are not from this climate this not, at all.
0: not at all Man, and it's, I'm pulling so far with, here's the thing, I used to love hip-hop, man. Yeah, yeah. I will not listen to hip-hop. None. None of it. Not interested in it, man. Yeah. And you know why? Well, I shouldn't say that, because, you know, I love Shady. Yeah, Um, yeah, me too. But I I love Joyner Lucas. I love so much fucking Mm hip-hop, man. But they're using the N-word way too fucking much, and I can't get down with it. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the thing about that word, man, I hate that there's magic words, Mm -hmm. right? I hate that we, we, you know, white people can't say the N-word and these people can't say that word. You know, if you're not gay, you can't say fruit or whatever. Um, I hate that and I fight against that. But the thing about the N-word is it's such a negative word, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) Yeah. It's just so negative. Like fruit is a fucking positive word, man. That's why I brought it back in my act, right? (laughs) It's a fucking great word. It's fun no negativity to it at all right gay people are gonna be upset because it used to be called fruits really come on let's be grown up right but anyway but the n-word very negative always has a negative connotation yeah and i found myself listening to joiner i was actually listening to uh, joiner and um logic yes. they buried their beef with that song oh cool um fuck what was the name of the song i can't remember now Anyway, they buried the beef with this song. I'm not racist. No, 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 no. Not that song. No, no, much more modern than that. Um, Shit, I can't remember now. Anyway, I was listening to that song. I love that song, the original way they did it. They did a remix recently where they added a whole bunch of people, including J. Cole. Now, I'm not throwing J. Cole onto the bus or anything. Uh, My buddy Matt, that's his favorite guy. Uh, But J. J. Cole's verse in this remix song had the N-word in it, every other word. Mm-hmm. Every other word for an entire verse. Mm. It was just so lazy. You know? Yes. And hearing it so many times, man, I just I fucking dropped hip-hop altogether. Oh, oh my god. You made it a dude, I'm hitting this fucking weird Zen so much hitting. you were like, I don't want the genre. I don't want the genre. <laughs> man, I'm listening to almost exclusively Caribbean music. You know? The interesting thing is it's black culture. Um never say N words. In fact, don't curse at all in reggae. No cursing. None. The odd shit. Every now and again. Very rare. But you like the the. But I thought you'd be interested in that You like
2: to chill out, the <clears> you know you just like to relax.
0: No man, I like the hardcore stuff. Like hard hardcore gangster um smuggling marijuana uh stuff. Reggae, okay,
2: yeah. you know. There's know many different.
0: Them. I don't know about styles that. of reggae, you know. Yeah,
2: I don't really know about reggae, you know. I, but I, even the gangster stuff is. The only thing I know is the fucking beanie that's colored by, like lifesavers, the dreads. And, yeah.
0: And, and Bob Marley, of course, right? Everybody Bob knows Bob Marley. I that's, shot the sheriff. And, and
2: Damian Marley. Yeah. Just Damian. from his rap collabs and stuff. Right? Yeah. Right. And I don't know anything other than that about. Oh, I I do know a story about. Newfoundland trading rum with Jamaica. Oh, nice! Now, do you know about this? I don't. So, Google. Please tell me,
0: and I'll tell you uh, how I got into reggae because that's an interesting story.
2: Well, this is nothing more than something (laughs) someone told me, which was. He was a Newfoundlander, very proud of being from Newfoundland. My buddy Chris I McDonald. i love Newfoundlanders.
0: Newfoundlander. Shout out to all the
2: Newfoundlanders! Shout out to Chris McDonald. He's, Fuck a, town, he's a townie. Wow, what a no, unique name. No, he's a Bayman. <laughs> McDonald? Yeah.
0: Chris McDonald. Chris McDonald. Never met
2: one of those before. Very rare in Newfoundland, Chris McDonald. There's only about half of the island. That's him. But uh, no, he's a great guy. And when I was touring with Yaks over in Newfoundland, uh, he let me use his car to just drive all over the island whenever any... He's like, oh, when you're here, you're going to need a car, I suppose. He's like, give me the kids (laughs) to his car. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, And then that way I didn't have to take taxis to and from the hotel. Oh, beautiful. Really great guy. Yeah, yeah. And I worked with him out in Alberta. And And what
0: was his capacity? He was a comic as well?
2: No, just... A, I'm smoking dope, so... Just a friend, a Okay, fan, okay, you know, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, anyway, he told me that years ago... He took me around to all the tourist spots in St. John's, Newfoundland. Awesome. And he told me that years ago... See, Jamaica and Newfoundland are only a channel away, I well, guess. Oh, yeah, they're not far. They're not really It's not right far. there. Yeah. That's my music. Right, so the Jamaicans used to come over and bring some rum and... Trade with the uh, the Newfoundlanders. Oh, I'm
0: sure there's more than rum going back and forth.
2: Well, who knows? I'm sure there's
0: some guys going back and, back and forth <laughs> for sure.
2: But the Newfies were interested in the Jamaican rum. Of course. So this is the story. And I've I don't... never
0: met a Newfie not interested in rum.
2: So could you believe <laughs> that there's a connection between Jamaica and Newfoundland? I love it. I'm moving to Newfoundland. That's it. I can't move to Jamaica. It's too hot. It's so I need four there. seasons. But I, I could retire. I've never from
0: even been. I've never even been there, man. It's it's my biggest uh, regret so far in life. Is not yet making it to Newfoundland. I'm gonna fucking get there. I thought I was gonna get there with comedy. Remember our? But I'm gonna get there just as a person visiting, as a tourist. Remember
2: you know? when we did our show for Andrew Vaughn? Where was that? Lünenburg. Yeah. It's. it's Dude, got, what a great
0: fucking road trip that.
2: One. Newfoundland has like Lünenburg is a, like a minutiae kind of very similar to Newfoundland. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's a great feeling. Man. Ludenburg
0: was a great just feeling. Just being
2: there is a great feeling, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, if you that went to, if awesome. you got in the car right now and mm-hmm. you went, truck, sorry, and you went to Newfoundland, or you went to, um, where were we? Ludenburg. Ludenburg. Yeah. If you went there right now, you'd be in a good mood. Ludenberg, oh, yeah. To Man, see I'm it again. so
0: glad I did comedy. Yeah. You know, I'm so glad I did it. I, I mean, I'm getting out of it, but I'm bringing with, you know, I'm, I'm leaving with a ton of memories, a ton of friends. Yeah. Uh, it was a positive experience. It just I'm no, I'm no longer interested in it. You know. Yeah. The allure that doesn't hold me anymore. I'm being pulled by something else. <laughs> you cool. know. Yeah. But I've always kind of been that way in my life anyway, man. Like I was when I was into music. Music was everything to me. You know. When I was in the bands, that was everything. I was fucking doing the only thing that mattered. I put everything into it and was super successful with it. And then I just walked away one day because I was going to join the army. And then so I joined a gym, man, and started lifting fucking weights and running on treadmills. I became a fucking monster, right? That's, that was my thing that I got into. Uh, you know, I just cycle through this fucking shit. I, I, I evolve, right? And I'm evolving right now. I'm evolving out of comedy, unfortunately, you know. But with a lot of great fucking memories. Man, that Lunenburg trip, the uh, Kentville trip. The Kentville trip. Might have been better. Might have been by just a slight. Both of them were great. The the only thing that would draw them tie is that we had Vaughn in Lunenburg. Right. And Maddie. Yeah. Richardson. That's probably the only thing that draws them tie because Kentville was fucking magical the way all that shit went down. From the snowstorm getting there to the fucking people (laughs) that run that house. And I'm not gonna run them down on your on your show because you might be going back there. Lovely people, by the way, but a fucking weird
1: experience, let's face it,
0: right? But uh, the show is both of them fucking dynamite, get to yeah. see Brittany Campbell. Uh, I hear she's blasting off out west now too. Um, life changes, man. It's the way it fucking goes, you know? Yeah. You know what my question would be? What? To this comedy scene is, uh, what happened to Matt Keenan and Sam Laidman? I'd be interested to learn what those guys are doing. I haven't talked to Matt in about, maybe a month and a half since I released State of the Union. Yeah. Uh, And I haven't talked to Sam, I don't think since January. I would wonder what they're doing and I would caution anybody in this area giving everything up to chase comedy as a dream to see, you know, ask ask around, man. Ask questions, you know, Mm. do some research. How did Sam make out in his move to Toronto? How did Matt make out? I I don't know the Mm -hmm. answer to that. I'd be very interested. Do you have any information on that? I only know that they continue to do
2: comedy in Toronto,
0: and both of them continue to do comedy in Toronto. Because I thought Sam moved to Calgary with his sister. That's the last I heard. Right.
2: It was a long time ago. Right, and you—you're probably right, but I—I I think Sam is
0: doing comedy in Calgary. Nice. Um, and I'm not saying uh, I don't think, you know I don't that think I are that... failures or fucking anything like that at all. That... I'm just saying, look, look and no, see. No, I think it's both not. Failures. Hey, I'm gonna move here, and go to Toronto, and I'm instantly I'm a star. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? No, I think they're both huge
2: failures. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I, I hate them both, and I hope they die. I Hope they fucking die.
2: No, um... I don't really care one way or another. No, I'm just kidding. I like them both. As people, I do too. Man. I like them both very yeah. much, especially Sammy. Man, Sammy was my. He was my opener, was, you know, you, you, you uh, took a shine. You
0: took a shine to Sam, man. I liked that, I loved. I loved watching your relationship with Sam, man. At the risk of sounding fucking gay, just being, you know, honest. I, I really appreciated that, man. Because here's the thing. Uh, you took a shine to me as the hot rookie uh, in, you know, 2015 or whatever it was. Yeah. And uh, you took me under your wing and brought me to fucking much larger audience. Real Real fucking comedy audiences. You introduced me to that. But you deserve that. Was you? You deserve. Doesn't that. matter. Doesn't yeah. matter, right? Yeah. Like, doesn't like look at what you deserve, right? You deserve to be doing this as a pro. But who's helping you, right? Yeah, yeah. None of that fucking matters. Who helps you? That fucking matters, right? And you know, there's everybody's funny. It's you know what's right? fucked up?
2: There are people that could really help me.
0: Yeah, yeah. there are. And Tons. there are more. And there are more people that you could help, right? Yeah. Who's got the fucking time? Shit. You know, yeah. we're we're too worried about what we're doing, right? You right. got to protect your own little shit yeah because yeah. everybody you everybody you help in comedy uh, becomes competition right I guess you yeah. and I became competition right but luckily we were smart enough to work together right? well you know what's funny I never but but in all honesty yeah if we're being honest mm-hmm. we were in competition right I, I guess so I just never think
2: of it that way but I guess that's true mm. I mean if I say for argument's sake I'm an electrician and you're an electrician yeah you are my competition
0: yeah you we, like food but we both oh you like food too yeah, I love food, actually. It's all so you're my enemy now.
2: Yeah, it's all a competition. Know?
0: It is, but it is. It's a competition know. to get shows, to get opportunities, right? Yeah. Not necessarily we're in competition fighting against each other, but oh, I got invited to do this thing. Oh, I got invited to do this thing. You know? Right. That, that, that's the competition. Yeah. And, and it's another reason that I got out of fucking comedy, because that is shitty. Yeah. If Shane gets to uh, open for somebody that I would have wanted to open for, I'm gonna fucking be mad at Shane a little, <laughs> you yeah, know. Yeah. I'm not mad at you, you know, but it's it's gonna it's gonna seethe in there a little. Mm-hmm. I hate that feeling. That, it's that that feeling. Big reason I'm getting rid right of it. But back to my point, mm-hmm. I, I I I can't thank you enough because you you like I said, you introduced me to a real comedy audience. Uh, you gave me a ton of fucking work as a comic man, a ton of fucking work, uh, a ton of praise, a ton of help, fucking all along the way, dude. And how much fucking fun we've had. Oh, along the way, you yeah. know, so when that ride w- with you and I was over, as far as under your wing, where I now I headline chuckles, yeah, right, and you took Sammy under your wing, dude, it warmed my heart so much to watch that fucking shit, yeah. you know, when he, uh, when he opened for you at BMO, man. He fucking killed it. He and killed shouldn't it. Have, He he rose to the occasion that he had no business fucking being on, man. And that's what it's all about in comedy. And it was so cool to see that. And I know you have negative, uh, you know, memories of that night, uh, which you shouldn't have, man, because it was a great fucking show. Yeah, yeah. Minus twelve minutes. Yeah, yeah. Right. Minus twelve minutes. Yeah. But it's that twelve minutes, right? That, okay. Let's <laughs> let's wrap
2: let's uh, wrap it up here. Relatively. Too bad
0: we didn't have what we just did uh, recorded. Because we had a good laugh there a minute ago. Holy <laughs> fuck, that was amazing. <laughs> but so it's like, probably, best, probably best to preserve it for a fucking bit that you're going to do. Yeah, okay. Or, you know. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, yeah that's
2: good. Yeah, um, save it. So here's the thing, man. You know, you and I are friends and you're just not doing comedy. And I think, you know, when I was a younger person, somebody would quit or somebody would decide they're not doing comedy, move away, whatever it was. Or get sick or die, or, you know. And then they're not around anymore Fucking doing comedy. Die. How
0: selfish, eh? Sometimes, selfish. yeah.
2: But the thing is, when I was a younger person, I didn't realize the effect that I was maybe having on people by by not being supportive. Right, yeah. Like, not really. like to. Well, that's to, interesting. Yeah. To, to hear that you're deciding not to do something that I love. Yeah. And especially something that I love to see you do. It's not... It's not nice of me to do that. Yeah. And so my instinct was to say, "Don't quit, man. Don't give up. Come on." Yeah. But that's only what I want. Yeah. And I'm happy that my friend is doing what he wants to
0: do. Nice. Well, that's beautiful, Shay. You know, Jeez, what I mean? you should be writing fucking cards. You know, Hallmark. But I mean it. No, no, I know it's beautiful. <laughs> I, appreciate, I appreciate it. Man. I appreciate it. And it's uh, that's a you know it's very cerebral. You think you think about shit like that. I'm the same way, man. I think about. The, the effect I'm having on people, on the world, you know what I mean? Um, not necessarily carbon footprint, but, <laughs> you know, yeah. how I interact with people, right? Yeah. How the world's interacting with I'm me. I'm such and, a hypocrite. I'm, I'm,
2: you know, when I was doing my thoughts. I think we way. all, I
0: mean, I think every human being is. When hypocritical. I was on my way over here, it was just like, life is bullshit and I'm pulled in
2: too many directions and the fucking traffic and I don't know how to be a dad and <laughs> that, like I'm just throwing it all out there. Yeah, yeah. And then I get here and I'm like, actually, I'm I'm pretty happy Yeah, and I love my friends.
0: You got a lot to be thankful for, dude. You know, life is good. It really is, and and it's it's interesting though to me because listening to your podcast the last couple weeks, you go in. Like, all in on comedy, like, I'm fucking going all in, and you go, I don't know what I'm doing with comedy, man. I'm pulling back a little bit, you know? I got a show September 20th, you know, and I don't know what I'm going to do, man. And then you're, I got to get back to the open mics, and I got to get up there to Wilser's room, and, you know, and it's... uh,
2: But very bipolar.
0: Oh, yeah, man, but that's always been my relationship with comedy. I'm in, I'm out, I'm in, I'm out. It's actually such a goddamn relief shank. Mm. To uh be finally decided out one way or the other. Isn't it interesting? It's a goddamn it, relief.
2: Isn't you know? it interesting though that it doesn't matter whether or not you're in or out or what your thoughts are about it, you're just as funny as if
0: you tried really hard to be to funny. To be funny. Yeah. Maybe or funnier. Not. Yeah. Probably funnier. Probably. Yeah. The, what convinced Don't me to try. try it was being funny offstage. You know, right. that's what convinced me to try it. Uh, yeah, and, and you were. And yeah, you are. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I'm gonna be tomorrow. I'll be funnier tomorrow still than I am today. Same fucking goal as when I was in comedy. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna be funny tomorrow. But you don't I'm never to. not gonna be fucking funny. I'm funny. You know, I don't care. <laughs> dude, there's so many people in comedy who are not fucking funny. But, they can get up there, fake it, make paid. it, whatever. Yep. Absolutely. But they're not funny. There are, man, I know tens of them. They have careers. It's crazy. <laughs> Most of the ones I know don't. Right? Yep. There's but, a few though. Man, there's a few that have thriving yeah, careers. Yeah. And they're not funny. And they're not going to be funny tomorrow. And I am going to be. It's enough.
2: Enough. You know, that's, that's enough for
0: me. I don't need to be the funniest guy ever. Yeah, you know.
2: But that's I, to I me. To, be. to me, they're not, maybe they're not funny. Yeah. But to thousands of people,
0: they are. Sure. It's the old Jeff Dunham thing. Yeah. You know, it's like and it, the end how of that is equation. This funny? Like under that bottom line. Yeah. Is stupidity. Is oh, what it is. Low intelligence. Stupidity yeah. is talks the about denominator. It. Nobody talks about this. But the evolution. common denominator. Common denominator. Uh, Fuck. Who nobody thought we, we would it? never
2: use that. Our math teachers were <laughs> bullshit. Do you remember? <laughs> I don't and we're know what here using it.
0: it. I went to grade four to.
2: Denominator.
0: <laughs> Trust
2: me. Denominator.
0: I uh, actually went to grade seven. But uh, <laughs> the what people don't talk about, they ne- it's this is never discussed, right? All technology and and everything advancing, mm. no one talks about advancing intelligence, right? The, there are there are people in this world that are lower intelligence than you, they are lower intelligence than me. That's you know, there's there's. Difference. What happens when those worlds meet? And we meet every day, right? Yeah, and you know where the bo- you know what the bottom line is on that equation? What under the bottom line? Mm. Comedy comedy where smart people interact with stupid people and tell other smart people hopefully about it (laughs) (laughs) that was a perfect description of stand-up comedy that's comedy see i can retire right now i didn't have to do these last two shows i fucking summed it up i thought it was pretty good you solved the equation i did i'm a fucking comedy mathematician motherfuckers i'm not surprised and you shouldn't be either all right man listen i love you i love you too brother This was a lot of fun. we got to do another Birchwood in like, you know, fucking four to six months. Bring me back on. It's it's a date. Yeah. I might have uh, new exciting things going on in my life by then.
2: I'm sure you will. Yes, sir. Man, thank you for doing this. Oh,
0: thank you for coming. See you, bro.
1: Yeah.